Tucker Carlson is coming to Calgary and he'll be sharing a stage with Alberta Premier Danielle Smith. The founder of the government-funded Anti-Hate Network says it is silent on recent incidents of anti-Semitism because it only has enough resources to cover the extreme right. Meanwhile, a London Islamic school teacher is under fire for posting a video on social media calling for Israel to be banned. Hello Canada, it's Wednesday, November 8th, and this is True North's Daily Brief. I'm Cosman Georgia. And I'm Lindsay Shepard. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Less than a year after making headlines for calling to liberate Canada, Tucker Carlson is coming to Alberta. The former Fox News primetime personality who now hosts a show on X will be appearing on stage at Calgary's TELUS Convention Center on January 24th and will be joined by former Dragon's Den star Brett Wilson and Alberta Premier Danielle Smith. TP events organizer Christian Darbyshire said Carlson is a big personality who always draws big crowds. Other A-list speakers hosted by TP events include former U.S. presidents Barack Obama and George W. Bush. The company has also hosted an event with former U.K. Prime Minister Tony Blair and former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin. The lunch event will feature remarks by Carlson, followed by a Q&A with him and Wilson, and then a conversation between him and Smith. Carlson has been highly critical of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. At the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, Carlson took issue with Trudeau's statement that high vaccination rates would not guarantee an end to lockdowns. While at Fox News, Carlson was also critical of the Trudeau government's handling of the Freedom Convoy and how the government ignored the various arson attacks against Canadian churches. In April, Carlson released a documentary satirically questioning whether the United States should liberate Canada from tyranny as it did Iraq and Libya. I was just uh, quickly scrolling through some of the social media responses to this announcement, and predictably, MDP MLAs are freaking out about this. You know, they're calling Tucker a white nationalist, a white supremacist, and all of the usual labels that they level at conservatives. But the fact of the matter is that Tucker has a huge audience, and I think it's actually good for Alberta to have some of that attention brought to the issues that. Canadians care about, particularly Canadians in the West. For Daniel Smith to uh, accept this event, I think is actually a strategically savvy move. It will speak well to her base, and she has a strong mandate in government right now. And it will really rally the grassroots behind her and give them an opportunity to be heard globally. As for when the event happens itself, Lindsay, do you anticipate protests and further condemnations from leftist politicians? I'm sure there will be protests, but the thing is, this will be a big corporate-style event with lots of security um, at a big venue. So it's it's not like this is a, a speech happening on a university campus where the administrators actually kind of secretly want the talk to be shut down. There could be protests, but it's very unlikely that this would actually be shut down because of any protest. 
It's the same thing with Jordan Peterson events. Sometimes there are little crowds outside, but at the end of the day, he's being represented by a corporate speaking agency. Well, Lindsay, I'm excited to say that we have a little bit of good news for our audience. I'm sure our audience from Alberta and elsewhere in Canada would be interested in attending this. So, Lindsay, how can True North viewers attend this event? Yeah, Cosman. So everyone who donates to True North before the end of 2023 will be automatically entered into a draw to win a pair of free tickets. So please visit donate.tnc.news to make your donation and get your name into the draw. And otherwise, you can also go to tuckercarlsonevents.com and you can purchase a ticket using the discount code TRUENORTH. Just one word, TRUENORTH. A federally funded anti-hate organization says its relative silence on weeks of anti-Semitism has been because it only has the resources to focus on hate from the extreme right. Canadian Anti-Hate Network founding chair Bernie Farber made the admission on X in response to a post criticizing the organization for its silence on the recent wave of anti-Semitism following a terrorist attack on Israelis. The organization has faced weeks of criticism for its sparse reporting on the ongoing anti-Israel protests engulfing Canada. In response to being called out for their silence, Farber responded, quote, Anti-hate.ca focuses on the extreme right. That is what it does. I wish we had the resources to do more. We just don't. The accusations against Canadian Anti-Hate Network come amid nationwide demonstrations by supporters of Hamas. Major anti-Israel demonstrations have been held in cities such as Ottawa, Toronto, Edmonton, Vancouver, and Montreal following Hamas's attack on Israel. Despite the rise in anti-Semitic incidents during these protests, the Canadian Anti-Hate Network has not published any reports or public comments on the threats faced by Jewish communities from the far left specifically. Cosman, is this just further proof that the Anti-Hate Network is just an activist group to attack conservatives and label anyone and anything conservative as far right? Well, anyone paying attention would know that this is an activist group with specific ideological intentions. But as for what Bernie Farber said here that, you know, they don't have enough resources to deal with both sides of the political spectrum... I think that's a load of baloney. It doesn't make sense. This is a specific choice to only concentrate on hate from one side. They could cover hate from the left, but they just choose not to. And if you watch the news recently or just observed some of the protests happening across Canada, a vast majority of those demonstrating in support of Hamas and, and you know, saying all these vile and despicable things out on the streets are pretty much leftists. So they call themselves the anti-hate network, but only really focus on a subsection of hate, so to speak, when they're not unfairly branding conservatives as hateful. And this is just a ploy, right? They want to make the uh, idea that hate only comes from uh, one side, the mainstream, and unfortunately, legacy media companies buy it up and they cite these individuals, these activists, as experts when in reality they're not. A recent social media post by a teacher at the private London Islamic school has raised concerns within the Jewish community about the growing presence of anti-Israel sentiments within schools. The video featured teacher Sarah El-Nafar reading a poem to a classroom of children 
although children cannot be seen in the video. El Nafar claims the poem was composed by one of her 13-year-old students, which contained a statement calling for Israel to be, quote, banned and other anti-Israel messaging. I want to read something to you. When did you write this? Right now. It's really nice. Okay. From the river to the sea, Palestine should be free. From our hearts and above, Palestine should be loved. From the sky to space, there should be no struggles Palestinians should face. From the ocean to below, Palestine should be known. From the soil to the sand, Israel should be banned. From the grass to the trees, Palestine should be seen. Wow. As a private institution, London Islamic School is not regulated by the Ontario Ministry of Education. According to the Toronto Sun, the principal of the London Islamic School, Sama al-Sabag, has since confirmed they have had a conversation with al-Nafar regarding the video and her social media activity. However, al-Sabag emphasized that their discussion did not primarily focus on the content of the poem, which some have considered to be anti-Semitic, but rather on the teacher's decision to post it on social media. Obviously, this is a private school, and it is kind of out of the reach of the government to regulate the approaches that get taken within private schools. But this incident does really offer Canadians an inside look into some of these schools, particularly Islamic schools. And I would suspect that this sort of messaging and these sentiments are much more common than we would think. It's just we don't see it really spill outside of the confines of those schools. It makes me wonder whether uh, young Muslim kids at these institutions really get a fulsome picture of world events, or are they only presented a very tailored and ideological perspective? How worried should Canadians be, Lindsay? Well, Cosman, if you look at the social media of this teacher, Sarah Al-Nafar, uh, I was just taking a quick scroll in her Instagram, and she posted a video that she said, you know, if you're if you support Israel, watch this video. And then she starts saying, what's wrong with you? Do you need brain surgery? If you support Israel, what's going on with you? Yeah, and that's not the only clip. Uh, I've seen other posts by Al-Nafar uh, circulating online, even on her Facebook. It's all about the Palestinian conflict, and obviously she has very strong opinions about this. And quite a sizable following, actually, on Instagram. She has several hundred thousand people listening to her, so it makes one wonder who are her fan base, how many of them are Canadians, and all of it is really lacking any nuance. That's it for today, folks. Don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. Plus, The Andrew Lawton Show will be live today at 1 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors. And if able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news.